Praise God. You're welcome to Victory Corner this beautiful Saturday afternoon. It is well with you. How was your week? And we give thanks to God for the end of uh, the first week in June. June is our month of prosperity, a month of all-round prosperity. Talking of prosperity, we're talking about all-round, not just financial, spiritual, wisdom-wise, Faith-wise, we talked about an explosion of faith, and God is by himself um, demonstrating this as he lets us have this experience where our faith is tested and all that. So welcome to uh, uh, the reflection, not the regular program. As we are led, we, we share with you. We, we hope you are blessed by this ministration, by the end of it, in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name this hour, this minute, this second. We ask, Lord, that, that you speak to us, through us, give us an understanding of your word, that we may follow your instructions and precepts. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed, amen and amen. The heart is a mirror. The heart is a mirror. We are going to have an understanding of this of this topic. The heart is a mirror. True, uh, uh, by looking at a case study in the Bible, where man where man became uh, over time evolved to something that had to be tamed over again by God. Where where man demonstrated that his heart actually determines what he is actually made up of. Okay. All right, so the heart is a mirror. We're looking at the story of Babel, story of Babel. We're going to read from Genesis, Genesis chapter 11. We're going to read from 1 to 9, the story of the Tower of Babel, the people of Babel. At one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. And as the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia, and settled there. They began saying to each other, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. And in this region, bricks were used instead of stone, and tar was used for mortar. Then they said, come, let's build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the toward the people we are building. Look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. And after this, nothing sets out to do will be impossible for them. So come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. In that way, the Lord scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. That is why the city was called Babel. Babel was a place where God first scattered the people of the world. He scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. This is why the city was called Babel, because that is where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. God bless his world. God is all-knowing. 
he has proved to be so right from creation and down through generations of men, both Jews and Gentiles. Yeah. Now, little wonder he he was specific about what should be eaten and what shouldn't be eaten in Eden, because he knew that within man's heart lies his strength or weakness. You see, the study of Babel began with a brief description of what the world was going through about in that time, just as is obtainable now, where the world is coming together due to evolution. Evolution means the changes that are taking place financially, economically, where there are now world powers, first world, second world, third world country in a time where there was United Nations. Now listen, the United Nations as an organization didn't really start today. Man at the point and in so many areas have had to come together to reason, to trade, to do business, to play politics. All right, they have got it. they've had to have a society, no matter how small, micro or macro. They have had to sit down at a point to come to an agreement on how to survive and what to do to be able to survive. Now, this exactly happened in that place called Babel. We will get to understand why the place was called Babel. So pretend that there is no place called Babel and you have a place where people, migrants, people are beginning to migrate to a particular nucleus, to a particular point and because they, they, they are, they are, there's something about that place that is bringing them together. It could be technology, it could be education, it could be science, it could be any other thing, maybe sports and what have you. So this, this reminds you about what the Bible says concerning the end of time where there is one government, one language, one uh, currency that is uh, exchange rate and all that it was very applicable in the time in this time when the, the, the place called Babel existed right so man had worked strong man was innovative creative man had had begin to explore his environment and his wisdom because he as uh, because as a uh, creations of God man is endowed with wisdom, with brilliant knowledge to explore, exploit his environment. And that, that this was the case. This was the case. This was the case uh, at, at a time like this. The story of Baba began with a brief description of what the world was about in their time, all right? Now, the people migrated to a place called Babylonia. You can track, trace it to the name Babylon. Uh, the, the, it was an empire, it was the power to be. It was a place where where man, where, where there was technology because then you had bricks, you had uh, you had uh, tar instead of mortar and all that. So man had improved technology-wise. So that area was called Babylonia. It was the plains of Babylonia. That's when they started migrating, just like you have the United States now. You have uh, United States now where people from different countries are coming into. So man had become creative and was changing his world. Man had become creative and was changing his world. And with a great feat came pride. With a great feat came what? Pride. So man became really ambitious and hungry for more. 
So he began to imagine greater things. One of the greatest things he imagined was now building, building a big country, a big city, where all these people, these people migrating can gather and all become great, make contributions economically, financially, health-wise, scientifically, what have you. So building a great city that will become so famous. So man started became hungry for power. You see, so man, master the playing God. That we can do all these things. So that means we don't need Christianity. We don't need God. We don't we need to know about his existence or whatsoever. So man became really ambitious, ambitious. So he wanted what? Fame. He wanted to be fearless. Nobody should dare talk about any supreme being, being except man. So this bothered God. This bothered God invests. 6 he said, Bible said uh, in verse 5, but the Lord came down to look at the city. He had he had read uh, the hearts of men. He has seen what he is, he is imagining, the things he has conceived in his heart. So God has seen that. And God said, no, we, we can't let this be. So God came down to look at the city and toward the people we are building. He came amongst men. He deployed his angels. He deployed his angels to go down there for an assignment, to do a research. He said, look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. And after this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. They won't be able to understand each other. So in that way, God scattered mankind. God scattered mankind. We'll be right back. Don't leave this platform. Mm -hmm.